you're listening to Unique Leaders Podcast. I'm Megan DiMartino. Success is in the story. Each week, I'll be speaking with a unique leader, not only in their field, but in their lives. Join us for a glimpse of their passion and talents. There's always a surprise in their story. Be the first to hear. Hello, 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 and welcome to Unique Leaders Live. I'm Megan DiMartino, and it is my most favorite day of the week. It's Friday. Friday, because it's Unique Leaders Live Day, and you will be blessed by my next guest. I say next because we do this every Friday at 4 Central. Miss Kern Sherry is going to be with us, and she has an amazing story of her journey. But before we go to Kern, I'd like you to share this out. Share it out to everyone, your friends, your family, your coworkers, because Kern is going to share a riveting story of her growth and her evolution that brings her today as an influencer. And it is an amazing journey. So I know that others will glean so much hope and possibilities through this. So please do share it out. It's also live on YouTube. So subscribe to the Megan DiMartino channel, and it will be a podcast uh, this coming early part of the week. So you'll be able to go to the gym, work out, and listen to all of the Unique Leaders Live because they're all on the podcasting platform. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce you to my guest, Kern Sherry. Hello, Ms. Hello. Hello. Thank, Thank you, you for so having me, Megan. My pleasure, Kern. Really, my pleasure. And we'll get to how we met uh, at that point in your journey. And we'll, you know, share about uh, where, you know, things of that nature. But before we go there, Kern, I would like you to share a little bit about young Kern, where you were born, where you grew up, and where you got this instilled um spirit in you to do what you're doing today? Well, I'm actually from Biloxi, Mississippi. I was born and raised here. Uh, I am, this is my birthday month. So, hey, Uh, that being said, uh, I have, well, I've lived here a good bit of my life now, but um, uh, I have my first, I have three adult children. Uh, One, my son, Danny. Uh, has his own uh, moving company, National Moving Company. I have two daughters, both are doctors. One's a uh, medical doctor. One is a, a um, what do you call it, dentist, orthodontist, just graduated from her orthodontics as well. Congratulations. And, um, wow. But prior to all that, after living in Biloxi, getting married, thinking I was going to be able to I finished my nursing degrees overseas where my husband was stationed in Germany. Mm -hmm. We spent five years over there. And no, I did not get to finish my degree in Germany. That's it wasn't set up for that back then. Mm -hmm. Uh, So coming back to the States and living another five years in in Sierra Vista, Arizona, which is about an hour or so from Tucson. Back then it was about an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. Uh, My husband and I made a commitment. We, we we made a major decision because at that time he had gotten out of the military. Uh, he was in the army at that time. And after getting out, you know, living in a small, I mean, Sierra Vista was really tiny back then, more like a 
semi-isolation, I should say. Mm -hmm. And uh, we had made a commitment that we were going to go ahead uh, together and do our do nursing. Um, what we didn't realize is the town that we landed in, which houses uh, Fort Huachuca, which is the military base there. We didn't realize that there was no opportunity to actually achieve that. So we started out on a journey of, of going to um, with, with two other ladies, uh, going to Tucson, which, like I said, at the time, was about an hour and a half back then. Mm-hmm. Um, we committed to going to a school for occupational therapy. And so we did that. But remember, I said that was an hour and a half back then. I heard it. <laughs> so you can imagine okay. doing that for over a year, going back and forth. Uh, we had three kids that were under 10 mm-hmm. at the time, my son being the oldest. And my youngest, I think at the time, was probably one or something like that. Wow. Okay. Yeah, they, they were very small. Uh, and so that being said, it was a large, it was a large undertaking. Let me see. No, she probably was three, three and five, I think, and 10. Mm-hmm. That uh, it was a very big undertaking for us. Mm-hmm. We did, a, um, but it was the only way to break the cycle. So let me ask you this. So your husband was part of going to school as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. That's what I thought. We, <laughs> mm-hmm. we uh, uh, we were actually both working at the time as nursing assistants at the nursing home locally. Could not get a job at the hospital, which probably paid a little more. But you can imagine back then the minimal wage was like four, four dollars and ninety something cent, whatever it was. Right. We were working hard, and we realized that was a cycle that was going to be endless. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we made a commitment: we were going to go figure out how to get into nursing. And when that didn't happen, God opened another door, which I really believe is where we were called to be. It was in occupational therapy. Mm-hmm. And uh, though, and and let me tell you, that's a, a whole nother book by itself. Right. But we, the, the four of us traveled an hour and a half back uh, one way wow. and back home. And I would actually take we would actually take two cars sometimes because I would stay up and work in the nursing homes, hospitals, assisted living, wherever they had me staff. I started working for an agency. My husband would take the ride back Mm -hmm. with the other two uh, students and he would go back to get the kids and bring them home from the babysitter, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And then back then you could you know, we were, I'm sure they would say, oh my God, you left your kid. Yes. He had to work in the middle of the night. I would be working overnight. It was, it was just a, it was a vicious cycle yes. that we knew yes. that we had to push through mm-hmm. in order to end the, um, the battle of survival. Yes. Right. Yes. I, Yes. Yeah. I, you know, I was uh, a single mother most of my adult life. And uh, I, I'm listening to your story and you had your husband as your partner. But, uh, you know, I, like you, continued to work towards growing to better everyone's life. But it was not easy for anyone, including your children. So it was it a was. sacrifice for everyone. Yes. Yeah, I really think. 
And I look at it now, I know a lot of people are like, what kind of kids? Well, my son is considered, at, at least by my daughters, I'm like, is he the third parent? Because he's getting calls and he knows stuff that we don't know, right? And yeah. <laughs> they will go to them. They're very uh, committed and supportive of each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they look out for each other mm-hmm. and they talk a lot. They probably talk more. I know they talk more than we do mm-hmm. with all three of them. And so I think it installed a real resilient mm-hmm. resiliency inside of them, which also elevated my husband and I resiliency to survive, to build, uh, not just to survive, but to conquer. Yes. Um, and so it, I do look at that as a real, real starting point and something where we could have chose to sit on the sideline oh, yes. and say, we just can't make this work. Mm-hmm. And I remember my husband saying, if I have to drive, because he had a motorcycle or two back then, if I have to drive one of my motorcycles to go to school, I'm going to do it. And I'm like, now we're going to do this together because I've been on this journey for a while mm-hmm. and I am not going to be left behind either. Mm-hmm. So we're going as a team. We're going to figure this out as a family. And it was a big sacrifice. But it, it at the end of the day, my kids are very successful. As you, you can see, they're very successful and um, they're determined. They have a drive that like I told them, I said, I really don't know where you get that drive from. Okay. And they're like, really, mom? Really, mom? <laughs> oh, come on, mom. Oh, wow. 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 Oh, that's a wonderful piece to the story, which I did not know. You know, mm-hmm. that that essence of that commitment, because that's what it took. It took a commitment for you and your husband, A, to be a team and partners, but B, was to not give up. You started that and you didn't give up. Wow. How long did it take, Kern? Well, I think the whole part of that school episode took about a year and a half Mm -hmm. or so. It was a compressed uh, school. I forgot what you call those type of schools. Uh, But it was about a year and a half because once you finish the actual in class, Mm -hmm. then came the more fun part, which was 40 hours of free labor Mm -hmm. every week. Oh 40 God. hours of free labor. So free that labor. means in addition to the job that we already had to have, wow. we had to do 40 hours working for somebody free for about, I think I want to say that part is about six months. That being said, we, my husband and I, the whole time that we had been married at that point, though, you know, we, we never thought about our family, we could have called on them and asked for some help. We just yeah. did it alone. Mm-hmm. And it was us working and making things happen alone until that point. And I would tell y'all that is probably what probably made our marriage even stronger mm-hmm. is because we were dependent on each other. Mm-hmm. You know, we were not, it was not, even when I was overseas in Germany, a lot of women, uh, well, I can't handle it. I, I got to go back home. I'm like, uh-uh. No, I'm here and I'm going to make this work. Uh, this is, this is we're together. We're a team. And and the same thing in Arizona, which I always, people say, well, if you can survive overseas together, you can survive anything. I'm like, if you can survive Fort Worth, Chuka, and Sierra Vista, Arizona, 
Oh, I guarantee you, you can survive anything. Just try. Right. You out there isolate. Do you know we didn't have, and this was, this is a, a key thing for people to think about. I don't care what age you are. Mm-hmm. Look at this when you move somewhere. If they don't have a Walmart, right. the McDonald's, right. you know you in the wrong place. Amen. You need oh to know God. that. That's it's so really right. important. Because I didn't know that at the time. I did not know that. And my husband had many options. He could have went to the Bahamas. He could have went, he could have stayed overseas, which I love Germany, Germany, Europe. Y'all, it's a but you need to go to Europe. Uh, But that being said, it made us realize that our we were we were really dependent on each other. Mm -hmm. And so when we did have to call. My mom actually was the one that said it. She, we called and I was telling her, you know, what we were doing. And she said, well, why don't you send the kids to live with me? Mm-hmm. I was like, huh? And she said, I can take the kids while you finish, while y'all are working mm-hmm. and trying to finish, let bring the kids, send the kids to me, mm-hmm. and I will take care of them while you finish up school. But... That was probably the smartest suggestion that I had not thought of. Mm-hmm. And my brother, uh, one of my brothers, Russell, he's people used to think he was my twin, but he actually came out and got the kids because we were completely tapped out of money. I mean, it's just we're talking about running on fumes here. Yes. Uh, and so they teamed up and came and got our kids and literally brought them to my mom who actually, and look, my mom had had already had a stroke by then. She had an aneurysm, but she was fully, uh, fully functional and moving and and living on her own. And so I thank her for that because without her, I think we probably would have hit a snare somewhere Mm -hmm. down the road, but Mm -hmm. family pulling together right in the, 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 the part where you think, well, how are we going to do it? Right. Mm-hmm. That's that's when family right. uh, becomes critical. Yeah. And two, it was a time not only gave you guys the opportunity to really focus, focus mm-hmm. and financially as well, but it also gave your kids the opportunity to have an experience that they never would have had either with family. So it's yeah. a, it was a win-win for both you guys, your, you and your husband and your mom and brother. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it really was. It has my mom has been one uh, closest person to them. Even my youngest, who was the young, you know, really small at the time, she's mm-hmm. really close to her grandma. So, so yeah, I do say that it worked out really for all of us. And it was just six months seemed like a long time, but it, in reality, it kind of goes by pretty quick. Mm-hmm, so sure. it was worth it. It was definitely worth it. So when you finished uh, and you did your 40 hours for six months, uh, did you go back to Biloxi at that point? Oh, my goodness. People asked us when we left, Megan, before we left, somebody said, so you're going back to Biloxi? I was like, are you kidding me? Oh, oh. That first of all, I was we were actually going through Biloxi. That's that's what our plan was. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, the one thing about the people in Mississippi, they are really upfront. I don't care, you know. People say, 
well, you know, it's the South, it's the worst. They're very upfront. If they don't like you for whatever reason it is, you will know it, right? Yes. They're very friendly. Mm-hmm. It's always been that way uh, as far as the cultures, black, white, whatever. Mm-hmm. We've always lived in the same neighborhood. That's what people don't realize. Mm-hmm. And so that being said, I know my people in Mississippi. In Arizona, nobody was from Arizona. Nobody. In the one class I had, only one person was actually born in Arizona. Mm-hmm. And so I told him, I said, hey, if, if, if I do get stabbed, I definitely will be stabbed right in the gut because they don't play down here, right? <laughs> so they're very honest, frank, and friendly people. You definitely can rest assured. Most people don't know Biloxi is right on the beach where our from New Orleans. It's just one of the greatest places that people don't know. No, I've right? been there. I, was, I went to a wedding there. Gosh, I don't know when that was, but it's uh, probably uh, late mid to late 90s. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Love yeah, it. it really, it really is. So, mm-hmm. I, but the plan really was to come drive through, pick up the kids, spend some time and go straight to Florida. That's what our goal was. And then you get home and then my husband's family's here and my family's here. His dad was military as well because we got Keesler, uh in Biloxi. Mm-hmm. And so that being said, we, you know, one thing leads to another. Somebody offers you a really good job that you mm-hmm. just can't turn down. Mm-hmm. And we stayed. And I would say our business PR at home care, we're now 24 years in, uh, mm-hmm. though we started in occupational therapy. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, God was just calling us. That was just a step for us to create what we have now, which is our home care business, keeping keeping the elderly and the disabled in their home and providing care, not just in their home, but we do the nursing homes, assisted mm-hmm. living, all that, wherever mm-hmm. they are, whatever their comfort environment is, mm-hmm. that's where we will serve them. Mm-hmm. And so, so that's really where we landed. The foundation uh, of it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, really. Yeah. And so and so like you shared um, that your husband is very, very I mean, you're still partners and still working together. That's uh, excellent. Mm -hmm. Excellent. What a wonderful story, Kern. Really, you should just not only give yourself a pat on the back, but also just kudos to you guys. I know how difficult that was. But and to hold everyone together. uh, That's really wonderful. Mm -hmm. So I met you this past year. And, um, and so you have been building your, your company for many years, like you said, 24 years in. So you, that is your foundational business. Mm-hmm. And you obviously have built a name for yourself and your, you and your husband in the community. Mm-hmm. So that's part of your uh, life, but you then um, have totally <laughs> started a new um business i would i yeah. guess i would call it a, a, not just a career job but a whole uh dynamic it's so dynamic um that what you're doing so share with our guests you know how this started what you're doing i didn't even say what it is because you can <laughs> share that but how did this new evolution come into your life because you guys had your lane you yeah. were very clear on it mm-hmm. successful in it so how did this new lane begin so I started planning conferences and events 
about almost 20 years ago now. Oh, really? Oh, um, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. So I actually, um, one of the things that I do is I kind of see there's a need. Uh, of course, I'm on and been on lots of many local boards, mm-hmm. fundraising mm-hmm. and uh, creating events for them and chairing events and all that kind of stuff as well. So events is just something that along the way I've enjoyed doing. I see a need, I see a call and I answer the call. So Mm -hmm. some of the things that I've done pre uh, success women's conference, which is probably it's the largest event that I've done thus far, but pre that I've done um, a blessed girls rock, which is a conference for women recognizing women from across the coast in a different way uh, because there are many women that go unnoticed and not recognized. And then um, I've also Lighthouse Business and Professional Women chaired that for many years. And of course, inside of that, we have a major event that I've either chaired or, or, you know, brought on people, ran all the booths and all that kind of stuff. I've done that for years and years and years, uh, sitting on that board, being the president more than once and sharing all business. Go ahead. Well, let me ask you. So essentially, as you started 20 years ago doing these conferences, they they sprung from your uh, well wellness medical dynamic. Is that it? Did it come from there or? Where did where was the platform? How did the platform start? Just from so, being on boards with other hospitals and groups, or what? What was the platform? So actually, I being on a lot of different boards. That's one, mm-hmm. and then I would actually create other events that were separate. That would be mine. Like I created an event. There's a conference that I had called Right Resource Information and Planning for the Elderly. That was built out of need. Mm-hmm. I saw that there were people that were struggling, uh, mm-hmm. struggling to get the information at their fingertips. Mm-hmm. And I was watching all these other events where we, you know, they come in, they grab, gather information, but they're really there for the food and the candy and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I wanted to bring in speakers, doctors, mm-hmm. nurses, social workers, all mm-hmm. those people mm-hmm. to feed into the caregivers yes. who were the ones struggling trying to get this information. So that conference I housed, it was about 600 plus people a year. And we did that for about six years. So Mm -hmm. those are the kind of events that I just uh, uh, pre-Success Women's Conference uh, would put together. Okay, great. So Mm -hmm. you you learned and dug your teeth into it and then evolved from there. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So so going into the course Success Women's Conference, for years, and that when I say years, Meg, it, I, it, it, teach, it taught me something. Many times people talk about something and nobody is taking action. All of you realize it needs to happen, but nobody has said, let's just do it. So one day I was sitting down with my partner, uh, Dorothy Wilson and Tiffany, my partners in success, but Dorothy at the time, her and I would have these conversations about my brand. And then we would come up to, well, you know, that there's still a need for a women's conference and not just an event, not just another gathering, but a conference that feeds the people that attend, yes. that when they leave, 
they can do something with the knowledge they gain. So we looked at each other at the time and we're like, well, why don't we do it? And thus comes Success Women's Conference. The first year was over 540 women at the first conference. And we did that in about six months. Mm -hmm. And so, and then from there, we have grown. I mean, we had, we've had Dr. Sherwood the year she came. You would have thought, uh, like I told Dorothy, I said, I didn't know we had that many Christian women in the audience, but hello, they Mm -hmm. all showed up. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) And then Lisa Nichols and Robin Roberts showed up. Mm -hmm. And that was the true turning point. Mm -hmm. We went to over 1,100 people in attendance uh, in 2020. Last year, we had over 17,000 virtually. It's just gone to a whole different level. Yes, Kern. You can see it very clearly how it, well, first off, you laid the groundwork, you laid the foundation. That's why I feel so strongly about unique leaders, because I could have started this by speaking about success women, but it is not, it, it didn't start there. Mm-hmm. You had to pay your dues and learn the structure and then build it from there. Mm-hmm and start your first conferences. So that's what I want people to see is that the success is in your story. They say that success leaves clues. Well, I don't want clues. I want you to be able to share the story so that they can see that our guests can see themselves in this because you are so right. I mean, I hear I'm here in Austin, Texas, and I hear uh, prior to COVID and now, you know, that people are so ready for, getting together and people are so needing uh, each other and encouragement. But if you don't do it, right, it's not going to get done. And so <laughs> you are an action taker. Right. And so you have shown that again and again. And that is why these women, such as Lisa Nichols, came and participated. And that is true. And they don't, and I often tell people, just because you make a call, and even willing to pay, that doesn't mean they're going to commit. No, it doesn't. And if you notice through the conversation of talking about the conference, I always tell people, give first. Mm -hmm. So part of the things, if you look at what I did leading up to success, I gave to my community well before they started believing in what we could do Mm -hmm. and what we provide. So I had already been doing events, sitting on boards, raising money, uh, connecting with other people. So they knew who I was. You can tell and sell people a lot of stuff, but I tell people all the time, they buy you. They buy you. And the only way they can buy you is they have to know and connect to you. So that's why at our first event, I'm telling you, Dorothy and I look like, we got 540 women at the first event. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it was the first year we flew in. And I, uh, the lady that we flew in that year was Marlo Garrett, who I saw on TV. Mm-hmm. I saw her in the Chase credit card commercial, oh, had been following her for years because I didn't think she was real initially. And then I'm like, okay, she is real. So, and she flew in from New York. And she was our keynote speaker. She was amazing, amazing business owner. Uh, And so from there, we just kind of kept looking who can come in and pour 
in more? Who can yeah. bring more to the table? Mm -hmm. And each time, Megan, God would show his presence. Yeah, this is what I got you doing. This ain't what you doing. This is what I got you doing. And so I tell people, give first. If you want to know how to be successful at anything, start with giving. Start with pouring into people, start with pouring into your community, but give first and then uh, grow up from there, yes. you know, and you yes. will find success. <laughs> yeah, success will find you, exactly. right? Exactly. <laughs> uh, absolutely. It is just, again, Zig Ziglar says, you know, give to enough people and you will receive. I mean, the go-giver, Bob Berg and God yes. made a man. I mean, I love that book. Isn't it wonderful and wonderful people and that, but it's that principle and you and your husband have ascribed to that since you uh, joined forces, you mm -hmm. know, and yeah. giving, giving, giving and helping, helping, helping that's in your DNA. So. Oh, it really is. My yeah. husband and I are both givers. Uh, he mm -hmm. loves helping the homeless and he'll stop uh, as far as people on the street, he will stop or turn around to that person needs something they're something. out there for right. reasons so let me help yes. them but yes. yeah we have a um giving giving first is definitely our motto definitely yes. you know i always say uh, you know because i've been in the spa industry and uh skincare industry uh, my career and um as i'm training my staff you know people buy from people they know like and trust mm -hmm. they have to know you first and mm -hmm. so like you said you had got out in the community and got, they got to know you mm -hmm. and then liked you. How could you not like you? And then trust you because you followed through and did what you said you were going to do. Mm -hmm. So it's uh, there's no doubt in my mind that this has evolved, but you've followed what the Lord has guided you to do. Yes. So, so now you said something very key that this past year, uh, 2020, uh, which will go down in the annals of history, um, <laughs> that the year that we all had to evolve differently. And so you what well, that's about when I met you, you were preparing mm -hmm. for your first conference during 2020. Mm -hmm. And so this was a virtual conference. Now, there were many, many, many virtual, not only conferences, but Zoom trainings and the like. But yours, my dear, was epic. And uh, you so graciously invited me to join you to be a speaker and then to contribute. But but it was all virtual and I would pop in and out of rooms that I wasn't even involved with. And the content was so rich, so amazing. Mm -hmm. The participation was so exciting. How did you pull that off, Miss Kern, Sherry? So I want to tell you all something. So and uh, people have heard me talk about 2019. 2019, uh, at that point, success was really in person at its height. But, and, and, I, and I talk about that because we raised that year over, that was a 200,000 plus budget. I know because I raised over 70 plus thousand of it myself. And we had 25 states represented. All that here in Biloxi. Mm -hmm. But after that conference, God set me down. I mean, he just said, you know, something you don't normally do, Kern, is plan. And I don't normally plan out details of my life. But that year, 
sat me down and he told me two things to do. Create your own, go back to creating your own event. That was power up, right? That was supposed to be live in New Orleans, but it didn't happen. We had to do virtual. And then the book anthologies, which we'll talk about later. Yes. Now, that being said, mm-hmm. power up, level up and power up. Uh, what I call them testers for success because I did level up as a pre to power up and then power up was supposed to be in person. But thanks to where I live in Mississippi, mm-hmm. the governor decided we couldn't do uh, live. So I had to turn that around in 10 days. Oh so <laughs> 10 days. So you asked me, how did we turn success into um, into what it became, which is actually our largest conference now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, we had partners uh, in that particular conference uh, in helping us. It's a lot of people working behind the scene. People just don't realize that. Oh. It takes a lot. You have to you have to raise your money. You have to get these keynotes and speakers. And I tend I tend to focus on the speakers and raising money, of course. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that being said, I often say level up and power up gave me the insight of what we had to do for success. Mm-hmm. Yes, we had a team that was working with too, but mm-hmm. it gave me an insight of what to expect mm-hmm. and what needed to be done. Mm-hmm. And that has been leverage for us mm-hmm. and yeah. leverage for me with the knowledge that I learned from both of those conferences, which are now, international you know level up was last it was international so just um yeah before we go on though i want to go back to one thing that you said which is so important after the 2019 conference which was live um and it was very very successful you got a word from god Mm -hmm. saying hello daughter hello and and so I was just doing my own, um, it's called Megan DiMartino, Hope and Possibilities. And my theme of this show was called Trust mm-hmm. and Listening. Mm-hmm. You know, that still quiet, small voice. But so many people don't listen, ignore right. that, and go on from their ego place, you know, uh, kind of resting on their laurels of the success of the 2019 conference. Mm-hmm. How much... Um, would you say, um, well, I don't, you know, I don't even know how to ask this question, but how much of the success of these now two conferences that have just taken the virtual world by storm, um, how much do you feel that had you not listened would not have happened? Well, there's a few things that happened and, and, and yes, you're right about the ego thing. Um, Power Up was going to be a risk for me anyway. I hadn't done a conference outside of the coast ever. So just the idea of doing it in New Orleans, which I love New Orleans, Mm -hmm. but it still would have been new for me. Uh, That being said, I knew that I was feeling, I I tell people this all the time, you don't want to do an event or a conference and everybody's full. And when you finish that conference, which you have poured in, I was doing 16-hour days, and I felt empty. I felt like, okay, I did not get what I needed from 
my mm-hmm. own conference, uh-huh. you know, and I knew that. And so he he was like, you need to get back to planning your own conferences. And so I had a choice. Walk, stay in fear and say, this is going to be a lot, God, because I already got this business. I got success. I got, you know, there are other things I do, but you want me to do this? Mm-hmm. It's like, yes, you need to get back to your own conferences. And then he told me book anthologies. And I was like, he, God ain't talk. This, this ain't even, this can't be God. Cause I'm the kind of person writing is a chore. You write, I write what I need to write, but writing is not something that I just, some people say, I love writing. I write every day. No, that would not be current, but he showed me and he sent the right person to push me and say, mm-hmm. you can do this. Oh, you already have the calling. You need to do this. And, and Dolly's, this is, you need to do this. And God was like, yeah, you need to do this. And I was like, really, really? So I stepped out on faith, mm-hmm. I, you know, instead of talking faith all the time, yes. I literally decided this Amen. is the time. Yes. Well, you are a connector. And so mm-hmm. the anthology is, is you were, God, you utilized you with your talents and your strengths to pull all of that together and then to take it to market, mm-hmm. which you did. Yeah. And you did yeah. it very successfully. Yeah. So uh, you stayed in your God-given uh, lane. Yes. They're gifts. Yes. they your gifts. They're gifts. Yes. Yeah. Wow. wow. Sometimes... So, Sometimes you have gifts that you don't realize you have. And oh, that that's was true. One. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Seed time harvest. It has mm-hmm. watered. Yes. So uh, one thing I want to be clear about, because I want to talk about this a teeny bit it, before we go heavily into the anthology and where you are today. So essentially in the conference that was success, which was in 19, you had other partners in that. Is that correct? Is that what you're yeah. saying? We, yeah. When I say partners, they, they're not partner partners. I mean, there are three of us at the top, Dorothy, Tiffany, and I. Mm-hmm. When I say partners, when you pull something together, mm-hmm. there are, and we didn't really have that in 19. It really, 19, it was us and all the people that we had working for us to go virtually. You really need those, those digital people that help you. Now, they don't become yeah. your partner partner. Right, right. They're just people that you hire to help bring right. it to scene. Right. So but that's but, what I meant by that. You've said it several times to do your own thing again. What did you mean by that? To to, to do my own thing. You mean to go out and actually do it on my own? Yes. So when you for a level up and power up, that is me. That's that is me okay. and the team that I hire. Okay. That I hire people working for me. That is that's us. Okay. So and that's what a, I wanted to bring to clarity to our our guests because the thing about that, I feel, and having started businesses, is when you take on financial partners and people who are also involved, you lose your autonomy. You lose what the essence of it is. I'm not saying that happened with success, but what mm-hmm. God said, do your own thing again with your, your team, the, the gals that you mentioned, and then mm-hmm. of course you put other people behind you. And that's a very important thing to understand in business is that when you dilute it, it takes away from your own vision, your own mission, your own calling. It really, sometimes people need to know when you're doing something as a team, 
sometimes, as you said, it gets a little diluted. Mm -hmm. And it's like, who really has this gift? Mm -hmm. People want to know who has the true gift of bringing this together. Mm -hmm. You know, often uh, people call me the butts in the seat queen. I'm truly about making sure we have people in attendance when we get down to that last month, that is gonna, that's going to hang heavy on my head mm -hmm. until I feel like we are successful with mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. And that has a lot to do with speakers and, and uh, promotion and pushing and driving it out. So for me, yes, I think God was saying people need to see your talents. Exactly. That's what I, that's what I wanted to highlight because anyone that now, and uh, Ms. Kern's information will be in the text and you can friend her on Facebook and so forth. But the most important thing is, and I'm a marketer. I've been in marketing most of my business career. This lady is an expert in this. She will, like she just said, she will not let it go. Mm -hmm. will not, no, you build and build. And um, so you start, so let's go on to the anthology. So uh, you were given that mandate by God. So you started that. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, he called me at the end of that year and I really resisted that, Megan, until December. I was determined that I'm like, I had wrote titles and one of the titles that you'll hear later is Make It Happen. Mm -hmm. uh, but Trailblazers Who Lead just popped. And, uh, and I said, well, I, I told my publisher, I said, we're going to go with Trailblazers Who Lead. And she was like, great, you know, and all right, we can do this. And I'm like, okay, yeah, <laughs> we can do this. And literally once I released it, you know, God has, he shows you that it's him because people that have no idea who you are, mm -hmm. people that you may think they don't have an idea who you are come out of nowhere and join and ask to be a part of your project. And so I watched it. And then uh, all of this was supposed to be released uh, before we went into the full COVID in the U.S. But then COVID hit mm -hmm. and it gave me time to really promote the women that were part of Trailblazers Who Lead One. Mm -hmm. And thus the the putting them on stages, getting them on shows mm -hmm. like your show, people like that. Mm -hmm. These ladies went out and they told, started telling their story beyond the book. Mm -hmm. And yes. that's what makes the anthology so rich. Yeah. It's hearing these people on radio shows, TV shows, podcasts, mm -hmm. then they're in magazines. You know, I enjoy doing that and I enjoyed that was a gift that, you know, I use it for myself. But I was like, well, shoot, I can do what what I do for me. I can take this and do it with my anthology authors. And that was what God had me leading to. God wants us visible so he can get the glory. Amen. You mm -hmm. got to let him your testimony being held in secret. I don't know where all this came from about. Uh, moving in silence, staying behind the scene. That's not how people know what God is doing in your life. You got to share it out. Exactly. That's what anthologies are about. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so I decided we're going to do this different. Y'all going to share your stories. I'm going to put you on these shows, 
show up, make sure you're there. I'm going to follow up. It, it's, it's work. It is work. I could go into it and just put a chapter out and promote the book and it's done. But that's not what it's about for right. me. Right. And right. so. And that's, you said something very key also is that I want to just highlight this is that, so for instance, I mean, and she was, Kern was very lovely to invite me to, to speak, so to speak. Um, but again, I had to tape it. It was filmed, it sent it to you guys. But so that, uh, I'm just talking about me. Yeah. Uh, but this is like how many other people, but it brought a highlight then of my chapter. Then they have a face and a name and a heart and an essence. Yes. So it ignited it. Yeah. Yes. Well, see, make it happen. So that's the one that you're a part of. Yes, yes, that's the Amen. next one. Yes. And yes. we definitely got to get you in trailblazer because you're definitely a trailblazer. But that being said, make it happen. When, when God gave me that, now I'm going to tell y'all, make it happen, I actually had in my heart since probably about 15 plus years. Mm -hmm. It's always a title that I just wanted to use on something. Mm -hmm. And so... Uh, when uh when i when i said well what am i gonna do for the next next anthology and it was make it happen mm -hmm. and i was like okay so i put it out there and uh, one of my first authors signed up right away and then it was crickets and i was like mm, let me focus on success so I went back to focusing on success which was 2020 mm -hmm. and then i came back to it uh, as I finished up success and I'm like, I still don't have any authors. And so I was sitting literally everybody, most people know I'm not really a morning person, but I was up that morning. I was on Facebook and, and God literally sent across the screen and he shall make it happen. Isaiah 60, 22. <laughs> and I was like, Lord, I said, let me go look at my uh, phone here. Uh, and see if that's actually a scripture. And I went to the scripture and it was, I popped, it popped up everywhere. And I said, okay, God, so you're saying, oh yes, you're doing, and this is what I have you doing. <laughs> and so literally I post that out and I started posting again and literally just sent the authors. They just came out of nowhere. I'm telling you, there are people part of my projects that join and I don't know them initially. Some right. people will say, I've been following you for years. I'm like, really? We're not friends on Facebook, right. Instagram, or anything like that. But they're like, I've been following you. So I'm like, so when God has a plan, it don't matter what you think the plan should be. Amen, sister. If you walk in his plan, you will be successful. We were number one international bestseller. Y'all, I want y'all to listen. Number one is not easy. I am telling you now, I was sweating bullets the day that we did our campaign. I was stressed out, but I wanted this for my authors because they worked hard for this. And so I'm like, we will be number one. When God says to do something, I know it's a number one. And so this, watch the authors share and the collaborate 
Megan, so many of y'all are collaborating and doing things together. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my God, look at God. He's got people connected from around the world. And I'm just so happy. Somebody said, you're like a mama bear just watching. I said, I know I, sh- I-, I probably shouldn't, but I really enjoy watching everybody, you know, glean and right. reap from mm-hmm. being a part of this anthology. It's I love beautiful. it. Beautiful, beautiful mm-hmm. to see and be part of it. It just, I mean, that was April. I know the day because I was in Nashville at a um, stem cell training. Um, it was uh, April 23rd, around there that weekend. Mm-hmm. We yeah. put it out there. No, it's it's a lot of work to market that. Very, yes. very much so. But you did it, girl. You yes, did it. we did it. We, we did it. When we I tell it. you, those ladies and God mm-hmm. was on, I mean, they were working it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, we selling, we selling. But I was stressing because Amazon has changed. And so you have to really, uh, I didn't have no knowledge of Amazon, but I mm-hmm. learned that day. I learned a lot. Uh, so, and uh, we did it. We, we hit number one in six categories. Now, if that's not God, and by the way, today I'm also a, we also became a number one bestseller this week as well uh, with another anthology. So I'm enjoying it. That's why I said, Megan, yes. I, I, God has me in this field. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm just learning and I'm just following and being the vessel. You're and listening. So, you're listening, yes, listening. Listening and take and walking. Yes. 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 And that's the way to that is the way to success. Yes. Now, your last summit, which was just recently, you had Eric Swanson and um, se- several other. Oh, yeah. I had Dr. Stribling, Cheryl Wood, Natasha. Riley. Oh, my Riley. God. Did you did you see where Natasha is marrying her, her beau that she met on Clubhouse? Oh, my God. Uh, she it was. Uh, she is awesome. Instagram star May, Maggie Cook. Uh, the keynote, and a lot of them are coming back to uh, power up as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, still have a couple of keynotes that will be announced uh, mm-hmm. soon as well. But uh, Level Up was amazing because we were in other countries uh, like Australia. Uh, the Philippines are really coming on board and joining my conferences as well. Other uh, other part of the world. Is a, are able to participate. That's why I do it all day, because let's face it, oh, yeah. everybody isn't on the same time zone, y'all. So I think that's one of the things we've learned from Clubhouse, <laughs> you know, that people come into these rooms at all times of the day. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I love y'all. I love Clubhouse. Yes, I'm, I, I'm, I really do. It's my yeah. number one social media site. What is the name of your clubhouse room? K Connections. K okay. Connections. You know I love connecting y'all. That's so that is the, the name of my room. For current. Yes. Okay. And and just a link directly with me, current Sherry. Okay. And what um do you have a set time that there uh, the rooms are open? So what I so I'm an event person. I mm-hmm. love doing events. 
So for me, you'll see flyers come out about the events uh, with Power Up. We're going to do some different things. And so my speakers will start to get some notification. We're going to start hosting many rooms okay. leading into Power Up. You heard it here first. Many, we're going to host little small rooms Great. where y'all can come in and kind of meet our speakers and hear different topics. Wonderful. I love to do Christian in the marketplace, so you'll mm -hmm. see that as well. Uh, but just a variety. I, the whole goal of Power Up, and it came this, you know, I told y'all this birth actually pre uh, COVID, but during COVID, we realized it needed to be about powering up your your life, your finances, your business, your health. People are struggling. Yes. To be honest, pre-COVID, people were struggling. Oh, for but sure. now yes. we know that there are many struggling. Mm -hmm. So Very power nice. up. Amen. Come and join us and power up your life. Well, 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 Miss Kern. I we could go on for another period of time, but our time is closing. Mm -hmm. And I always ask my guests the same question. And, uh, you know, so uh, Eric Swanson was with you and he is a colleague of Sharon Lecter's, mm -hmm. and Greg Reed, mm -hmm. uh, and both Sharon and Greg wrote a book called Three Feet from Gold. And I don't know if you've ever read it, but it's a, mm. it's, it's a, uh, nonfiction. I mean, it's a fiction, I should say, but it's loosely based on Greg's life, uh, autobiographical. Mm -hmm. But Sharon shares um, a piece in it uh, called the success formula. Mm -hmm. But the essence of the thread of it is why it's called Three Feet from Gold is that it started with a, um, you know, just a story about this guy that was during the gold rush era mm -hmm. in the United States. And he was from the East Coast. He went out West. He bought a gold, uh, you know, a, a piece of the rock, so to speak. Chis started chiseling away to look for his, you know, uh, gold, um, you know, his mind, so to speak. And mm -hmm. uh, he got very frustrated, very discouraged. And he ended up selling his property, his land, to a town person. Wow. And that person kept working and in three feet struck gold. Wow. Okay. So hence three feet from gold, meaning start okay. and don't stop. So Sharon has what she calls her success formula in it. Okay. Mm -hmm. And it is your passion times talent plus association plus action. I guess there's times in there, but action. Um, and then plus faith equals success. Now I'm not mm -hmm. going to ask you, you're feeling uh, your heart on all of them, but what I ask all of my guests is what is your passion and what is your talent? So my talent uh, has, uh, as you know, um, I create events. I teach people how to to not to stop having big parties because I'm, I'm tired of watching it. I'm telling you now, it's, it's not helping anybody that you have a big, beautiful event. And at the end of the day, you're broke. Because breaking even is the same as being broke. Mm -hmm. And so I I love helping people be successful at that because I think conferences and events will be here all your life as long as you're on this earth. And now that we're doing virtual, you can guarantee that there will be some form of virtual in most people events. Mm -hmm. So uh, one of my gifts 
and you know Proverbs eighteen sixteen says, "You uh, everyone is given a gift by God as long as the world can make room for it, and He will seat you at a table of great men." That means you're going to make money if you use your gift. Mm-hmm. I have learned through the journey, and I am now fifty six, so it's been a journey mm-hmm. um, that. I am very good at helping people get very visible, very fast. Um, I create profitable events. I know how to do it and I know how to help you do it. Um, and so even though my calling uh, initially was in the healthcare field, mm-hmm. but I've learned that my gifts and talents lie in creating profitable events and helping people get very visible. And so um, it's a passion, probably Mm -hmm. more. The events are probably more passion. Mm -hmm. Me actually doing them. My own events is probably a passion. Mm -hmm. Uh, Success came out of a passion Mm -hmm. of me doing, uh, just creating events in general, right? Yes. And so it's how to do it. And your passion is creating them. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And watching everybody enjoy them. Oh, my God. It's just exciting. That being said, y'all, if you ever want to learn how to do those things, uh, I am available. I teach it. You'll start hearing about my group programs coming after Power Up. Uh, And you can always go to currentcherry.com for that. Mm -hmm. I am very social media. present mm-hmm. uh you'll find me and i as as you said megan i love clubhouse i love clubhouse because i can talk to people right. anywhere in the world yes uh, linkedin is my second favorite because y'all this is where the world is going mm-hmm. you need to have a present with your who you are on an app that's gonna uh, allow people to find you and yeah. hire you Yes. And so that LinkedIn is uh, uh, always has been my favorite until Clubhouse. And so and I'm easily found on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Snapchat, TikTok, <laughs> Pinterest, you name it. Uh, current Cherry. She's there. Current Cherry or Current Crockett Cherry. That's how you can find me. Right. But that's me. That's me, uh, Megan. I often tell people this. When one door is closed, try the next door. If that door doesn't open, go around back. Try that. And if you see that that ain't working, come back up front, either kick the door in or create your own. Stop waiting on everybody else. Right. God gives you the ability to do whatever. And so you need to stop waiting and start creating. That's what COVID did for me. Love that. Stop waiting and Keep creating. I love it. Mm-hmm. Love it. Love it. Love it. Kern Cherry, I'm so joyful that you're in my life. I We're just beginning, girl. I know that. And I look forward to continuing this dialogue and continue on. Now, um, the next conference is July 16th. Is that correct? July the 14th through 18. It's a five-day conference. Uh, look for people like Megan to be on the stage as well. It is You can go to powerupsummit.com, powerupsummit.com, calling for speakers. Uh, we are actually nominating and doing an award ceremony as well. 
and ambassadors. So you you want, oh, and if you want to have your business displayed, you want to sign up. We have many options for that too. So okay. powerupsummit.com and I'm Kern Cherry. You can go to kerncherry.com as well to find anything about me. She's a powerhouse, folks. Thank you, Ms. Kern. Uh, just be hang out in the green room for a few minutes and I'll be right back. Thank you so much, love. Wow, wow, wow. I told you that this was going to be a great Unique Leaders Live. It, uh, it was impossible to even share anything from Curran's bio because she has truly evolved into this powerhouse of connection, of marketing, of teaching, motivating, inspiring, uh, as she said, globally. So it is just beginning. She, this, she has completed her second anthology. I was in the last one. And um, it is just a joy to know this woman and to observe her energy in her heart and her faith. So again, please share this out. It will bless because there's so many nuggets of, of evolution of store, uh, in the story that will help others to see themselves and say, gosh, I've wanted to do that. Yes, continue on. And even if it's not a summit or an anthology, that's not even the point. The point is something that is in your heart, your heart's desire. So please share this out and know that it is on uh, YouTube right now and it will be a podcast by Tuesday. So you'll be able to go to all the uh, uh, podcast platforms and find this. It's under Megan DiMartino, Unique Leaders. You can find it under my name or Unique Leaders. It's there. And then the live uh, is on YouTube and that is under uh, my uh, YouTube channel and subscribe to that because uh, Kern is a powerhouse and there's others there. So I mentioned Sharon Lecter earlier and Greg Reed, their stories are there as well. So we will see you Wednesday on Megan DiMartino, Hope and Possibilities, and then next Friday for another Unique Leaders Live. But in the meantime, Kern mentioned uh, the anthologies that went to the anthology that went to number one on uh, Amazon recently. Well, my book, Hope and Possibilities, just over the horizon. It's never too early or too late to create the life of your dreams. Also went to number one Amazon at January 4th, 2020 in three categories. She beat me by three categories. I'm kidding there. But the bottom line is uh, just go to MeganDiMartino.com. It is on Amazon, but it is also at no charge on my website, MeganDiMartino.com. It is my gift to you. I truly want, as Kern said, there are many people struggling, and I want to be able to encourage you and give you hope and infinite possibilities. So we'll see you soon, and be blessed. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Unique Leaders Podcast. If we said something today that resonated with you, please connect with me at MeganDiMartino.com. I have a free gift for you, my book, Hope and Possibilities, Just Over the Horizon. It's never too early or too late to create the life of your dreams. And don't forget to head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. I would truly appreciate it. Be blessed.